One of the recurring themes has been how mom has met so many famous people over the course of her life. It seems like she was always in just the right place at the right time. But the more I listen, the more I learn she would meet people like that anywhere, even just going to college. The Jets used to do their practice out at Hofstra University, and I was going to Hofstra. So I met all the Jets when I was there. Uh, he used to go out on, they used to go out on the field and I would go out there and I would talk to them all and kid around with them and stuff like that. And they always inadvertently ended up inviting me to go to their parties and whatever and, you know, which I didn't really go, but, but it was nice to be invited. You didn't go? No. How come? I don't know. Just didn't want to go at that time. And, and uh, what was he like? What, what were the other members of the team like? They, they were all really nice. Um, you know, they were famous, so, you know, they reveled in that. And everybody coming around and, hey, hi, you know, I'm such and such, and you're Joe, Joe Namath, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but like I said, they were all, all nice people, you know. But uh, the one that I met years later was a guy named Leonard Marshall. Yes, uh, New York Giants, I think, he yeah. played for them. Yeah, and he was the one that helped to uh, sack Joe Montana, almost put him out of commission. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So you met him? Yeah. What was he like? Big. <laughs> really big. <laughs> Especially compared to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was really big, but uh, like I said, yeah. in those days, you know, Everything was kind of freewheeling and stuff. So, I mean, I didn't even take the bus to my elementary school. We used to walk there. Was that far? No, no. You know, it was up the street or whatever. The only time that they started busing us was when we went to junior high school. Then, Why is that? Um, because there was no junior high school there in uh, Jericho where I lived. So they bussed us out to... Um, to the school system there and I didn't really like it there I wanted to go to Oyster Bay our the property line fell right behind my house so I actually had the option of going to either school Jericho or Oyster Bay my brother went to Jericho I opted to go to Oyster Bay I liked it much 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 better why um it was just nice the kids weren't as picky and the girls were very catty there. Oyster Bay was very easygoing. Everybody accepted you. They didn't ask you, you know, where you came from, what your background was and stuff like that. They just, uh, you know, and, and Oyster Bay, I think we passed by a building uh, on the way coming home one night and it looked just like my high school, just like my high school. Hmm. Yeah. So nothing had changed? No. No. But that's not where you saw the Jets. That was in college. Yeah, that was in uh, Hofstra. Back in Hofstra. Yeah, Hofstra. Yeah. You went to a couple different schools for college, right? Well, I went to Bennett, and then I transferred out and went to Hofstra. Bennett was a two-girl school up in uh, Millbrook, New York. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that last, last, uh, last episode. Did you play any sports while you were in college? No, in college I really didn't. Mostly college. high school? Yeah. What did you play? I played everything. I played, uh, I hated f uh, field hockey. 
because I always get used to get hit in the shins. I played that a little bit, and then I couldn't stand that. I did track and field because I was very fast, very fast runner. And the same thing swimming, uh, very fast. Uh, I mean, you, you just put me on a track, put people behind me, you couldn't catch me. I was gone like a shot. And, uh, you know, I just ran my little legs off. <laughs> but, but so... Um so you got to meet the Jets. Yeah. And then you got to meet Leonard Marshall. Were there any other? So, um, any other you, players you remember? Yeah, any other players? Yeah. No, just Joe Namath, and, and I forgot who else was on the team at that time. And, and you, were, you were in college at that time? Yeah, I was just going to college. Did any of Was those... it disruptive having them on campus? Did it throw off the kind of day-to-day activity I'm of the sure school? It did. I'm sure it did. How did it for you and the students? Well... Uh, you know, because everyone wanted to skip class and go watch the Jets. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so we were all skipping class like crazy. How did the teachers pu- deal with that? Well, they were not happy. Uh, you know, they kept giving us extra assignments to make up for the fact that we skipped class. So there was punishment. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't like that. And some of us turned it in, some of us didn't. But if you didn't turn it in, it affected your grade. You know. Oh yeah. Did that affect your grade? Not much. <laughs> you know, it's not like I was an A student. What kind of student were you? I was probably a BC. Yeah. You know, borderline BC. Some some subjects. If I liked them, I did. I had a B. Did you like school? Yeah, it was pretty good. Some was, of it. Um, yeah, it was challenging to a point, uh, and then after a while, it became boring Mm. Uh, (laughs) you know (laughs) what parts didn't you like of school yeah well i never liked math never liked science i liked liberal arts i liked languages you know stuff like that you speak a couple different languages well i can speak i can speak a lot of spanish i can speak some french and i can also speak a little bit of whatever language I'm going to that country. So if I go to Greece, I learn a little Greece, Greek. Uh, if I go to uh, Sp- Spain, I have Spanish. If I go to France, I learn s- more French than I know. Um, you know, so the only thing one year, <laughs> one year, we were coming back from somewhere, and I said in Spanish to take us to the hotel, and the guy took us to a fountain so we could wash our hair. Don't ask me how I translated it into that. Something you said was not quite right then. Not huh? quite right, yeah. yeah. So he took us to wash our hair, and I was like, no. Yeah. He says, well, that's what you said. And I said, no. I said, take us back to the hotel. <laughs> and what did you, um, did you take these languages in school much before you did traveling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in, in high school, we had to take three or four years of a language, whichever one you decided. And what did you take at that time? I took Spanish. That was the one you were you were taking. Yeah. And I, you ended up going to Spain later on, so that probably came in useful. Yeah. yeah. And then have you been down south of uh, the U.S., like in in Mexico or Central America at all? Yeah, I've been I've been to Mexico a couple times. Oh, we surely enough we talked on the first episode about you going down to Mexico. It's where you met Sinatra. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, down in Acapulco. 
That's right. And that uh, Brenner, Yul Brenner, Natalie Wood, mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra. So even as a child, you were traveling out of the country, and, and you had an appreciation for other languages, other cultures. Yeah, my father believed in exposing us to other cultures. Yeah. He believed in traveling, mm-hmm. and he wanted us to, you know, that's why he sent me to Europe, because he wanted me to go to all these different countries and, you know, see Italy, see Spain, see England, stuff like that, you know. Mm. So he, he really had an appreciation for traveling, and he wanted... And I guess because my mother was European, so he met her when she was in Germany. So, you know, he was abroad when he was 18 years old. You know, he was sent to fight the war. So yeah. he had an understanding for kind of life beyond the U.S. borders. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They were already in the swing of being abroad. Yeah, and they didn't really, my grandparents... As fucked up as it was. Didn't want him to go, but he enlisted. Really? Yeah, he just went ahead and enlisted. Very opposite situation of your brother, <sighs> who didn't want to serve. Was, no, not at all. He was in which service? Army? or Your grandfather, or your father's. Your father, your father. He was in the Army. In the Army. Yeah. He was a lieutenant, and... Uh, but he was bad. He always get. He used to get thrown into uh, jail all the time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he signed up. Yeah, he used to sneak into the DP camp, and he would take off. He stole jeeps. Really? Uh, yeah. He did. Yeah, he used to steal the army jeeps and go and get black market stockings and ice cream and stuff, and he'd take them to my mother. Right. Uh, but you know, he, like I said, he was thrown out of the camps many, many times. Really? So he had his own uh, international experiences. He's kind of, kind of, call it just causing trouble on on Uncle Sam's dime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And how did he feel about the the military afterwards? You know, like I know he he didn't want Arnie to go in. No, fight. he didn't want Arnie having any part of it whatsoever. Yeah, that's why Arnie had to go to military academy. But that was well, he went yeah. to military academy, and then my father got him in the National Guard. Okay. The reserves. Yeah. Mm. And Arnie fought him tooth and nail. Arnie threatened to go to Canada. Yeah. And my father. Uh, so Arnie didn't want to serve either. So really, they were in agreement about not wanting to be <laughs> part of the Vietnam War. Yeah. But my father did not want him going to Canada, so my father got him into the reserves, and they didn't didn't talk for years afterwards. Really, didn't yeah. speak at all. No, they he was just furious with my father. He couldn't my, believe my father put him in the reserves. Yeah, and he was he was just under eighteen. He just turned eighteen, and they had that draft. My brother's number was number two, so he was going. Yeah, okay. there was not a doubt about it. He was going to Vietnam. Yeah, and my father was like, uh, 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 nope, 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 nope. He says, I'm not sending you over there to have you die. But your father went overseas himself and didn't die. Didn't he see uh, any kind of uh, a hypocritical view there? Or? No, it was the war. You had to go. Yeah. You didn't really have a choice. You know, they, they, they were. The but not- he felt that this was different. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Nazis were were trying to obliterate us. They were an actual threat, yeah. existential threat. Yeah. So you know, my father was like, "No, you know, the, the army, the United States was like, no, this is not happening." You know. And we'd been through Korea and all that already. Yeah. So and and I mean, every time he probably knew what was going on. Every time we get ourselves into a war, it's because of some basically stupid reason, you know, or wise wise man. Yeah. So, like I said, my father didn't want any part of it, but he didn't really have a choice. He got he got drafted, yeah. or he enlisted, actually. 
Your father, your grand, your your father. My father, yeah. And you said his parents didn't like that. They didn't. Nobody wanted their kids going to war, but there was nothing they could do. You know, it was something that was happening, and you know, they just uh, they were like, yeah, you know, you do what you got to do. You know, and he didn't have to ask their permission. He was of age, you know, so he could have. Now, when he, everything was going on with your dad and your brother over Vietnam, did your grandparents weigh in on that at all uh, from their experience with Pop in World War II? Well, they didn't want my brother going, but they understood that sometimes you got to go, you know, that if that's what's going on, you know, that's what it is. So, so my grandparents were okay with it, but not okay with it. Yeah. You know, nobody was happy about it, but, but you did what you had to do. And did they tell your, your father to maybe to, to let Arnie go to Canada or anything like that? Were they in support of Arnie and, and him wanting to go to Canada? They didn't really care. They were, if he wanted to go to Canada, they were okay with it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Everybody was like, you want to go to Canada, go. Except do my, what you want to do. My father was like, no freaking way. And although your 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 dad's family, um, your 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 grandmother and grandfather on your father's side were living in the states, you actually still you and your brother had family in Canada through your mom. Yeah, your mom's family lived in Canada. Yeah, because after the war, they didn't all come to the U.S. Some of them ended up in Canada. Yeah, I think my the oldest sister went to Canada, and she was the one that sponsored everybody and brought them over one by one. So was your mom the only one from her family to come to the U.S.? Yeah. Really? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Everybody else ended up in Canada. Oh, remember that? Uh, remember that movie, Frequency? Yes, I do. Good movie. Yeah. Well, you know the house where that crazy that house where the the uh, light was, and he's in the house, and they're talking back and forth, Dennis Quaid, and yes. That was my aunt's house. Really? Literally. Yeah. Because oh that's God. where they filmed in Canada. Yeah. So they filmed in an actual house, and that was her house. Yeah. Wow. And, that's you crazy. know, that, that room where he's talking mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he's, the writing comes to him. I used to play in that room. Really? My goodness. So you, you were real familiar with that set, setting. Yeah. So had you heard about that before that movie came out? Like, did you know that they were doing they they were doing a production? Did you there? know they were filming there? No. Yeah. How did you find out? My cousin told me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my cousin said, uh, I think he emailed me or texted or called me and said they're filming Frequency. Jeez, that's amazing. And mm. I was like, oh, really? You know? And sure enough, uh, that sky that you see there, uh, Dennis was telling me. He said, "Yeah, our sky gets like that." He mm. said, "It gets that weird color, mm. you know, that very strange color." I need to rewatch that. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. And where, where, where was that? Is that Toronto? Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. yeah, right on Nellis Avenue. In fact, if I would go to Toronto, I could probably find that house, no problem, because I was so familiar going there. Really? Mm. You know, so, I mean, as long as I find certain streets, I could, I could find my way to that house. Did you go there a lot growing up? Every year. Really? Every single year. Summer, winter? Um, I don't remember. I think probably summer. Yeah. Yeah. But we used to go up there, and like I said, we used to stay at my... I would stay at my cousin, one of my cousin's house with my cousin Karen and Helga, 
and uh, my mother would stay with Alma, and then sometimes I'd go and stay with her sister Alma also. But, but it was, uh, like I said, it, it was like a frequency. That house was hers. Yeah. And what was the drive like when you were a kid going up to Canada? Was it long? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I guess about 12 hours. You didn't need a passport back then? No. Just your license or yeah. whatever. Well, I was a kid, so. Yeah. Do you remember any kind of, was there a border at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, you have to cross over the border. And what, what was that like? Well, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't really mind crossing over. I used to drive up there sometimes by myself. And one time I was smuggling some uh, hash rolled up in, in joints over the border. And I was, I had it in the back of the car. I had it in a book. Really? Which I cut out the inside of the book. Wow. And I stuck it inside there and I closed the book up and I wrapped it like a, uh, a present. And I was going through customs and I was hoping they weren't going to open it up. They didn't. Well, it was wrapped like a present, so I mean, I guess they probably assumed it was a gift for family in Canada. Yeah. 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 Who, who was it for, though? Me. Just, well, I mean, you're going to Canada, so you're going to share it? or Yeah, with my cousins. Nice. My cousins, and they always had weed. We used to go to a club up there called the Mad Mechanic. Oh, yeah? Which was a, uh, just a, you know, fun club, music and stuff like that. What kind of music? Um... Well, my cousin was in a band. It was like a rock band. So they had music like that, you know, some rock music, local, local stuff. Yeah, yeah. What would they play? Oh, I don't remember. What kind of instrument did your cousin play? Guitar. Yeah? Yeah, he's, my cousin Richard has easily probably 10 guitars. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, he collects guitars. He's just a musician. Mm -hmm. Has that been something he's been doing his whole life? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Not Dennis. Dennis no. couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about this club. Which one? The one you went to in Canada with Richard. Oh, it was called the Mad Mechanic. It was down, I think, on Bloor Street. So was this the... back when you were at Hofstra or around that no, time? No, that was before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. We went to, to this club. We would go out club, clubbing and we'd drink and we'd dance and this and that and the other. And we'd come back home you know and uh just go go back to sleep <laughs> the one the one where uh i got lost was when i was in scotland and, oh and i left <laughs> i went to scotland with my brother and his friend john and we went up to loch ness to see if we could see the monster mm -hmm. and we got up to loch ness and we couldn't see anything I mean, we went to loch ness and we're looking and we're looking and we're looking and we're not seeing anything, so I was like, you know, forget it. I said, I'm going back in the hotel. So we went back into the hotel, and uh, my brother says, come on, let's go into town. He says, you can help us to pick up girls. I said, go pick up your own goddamn girls. I said, I don't need to pick up girls for you. Well, I ended up leaving them. I finally got bored with them, yeah. and I went down to uh, French Riviera. I left, and I took a train down to the French Riviera, and I stayed down there. And I stayed in this hotel called Le Provençal, okay. which was a huge, beautiful French um, replica of uh, Versailles. Hmm. And so my balcony was literally as big as this house. I would walk out on the balcony and overlook the gardens and stuff like that. 
Wow. And then when I wanted to go gambling, I'd call downstairs to the concierge. I'd say, I want to go gambling, and they'd arrange for an escort. And I'd go gambling, and then he'd bring me home and back to the hotel, and that was it. Hmm. Fun. Did you go out dancing while you were out there as well? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Any, any clubs of note out in Scotland? Not... They weren't really lively clubs. They were kind of like boring. Oh, yeah? yeah. I was going to say, was it different than... Yeah. Scotland is very laid back. It's not into... A, I mean, now it may be into a lot of music and stuff like that, but in those days it wasn't. In those days it was, uh, you know, just your average stuff. Yeah? Like what? What is average stuff back then? The Did Be- they play a lot of American stuff? Yeah, the Beatles and stuff like that, and anything like that. But they didn't have any uh, like credence. They didn't have anything like that, you know. But but they did not have the, not not the under. Yeah, but the really cool stuff, newer stuff, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it was all behind. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but it was like I said, it was a, a lot of dancing and stuff. Well, I love to dance. So I don't care.